Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. All right. Well, Chris, what did you do this weekend, buddy? Uh, not a lot. Went to the creek and played with the kid. Nice. That's about Your son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Not, hey, hey not a random child. <laughs> I like how, by the way, we, we asked Chris to be on this podcast two minutes ago. Yeah. And we sit him down. We're like, you're kicking it off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just setting it up because there's no way what he's going to talk about Trump's our story. That's true. So, yeah, My just... new role on Uncensored is to get to come and talk about the fun shit everybody else gets to do <laughs> while I sat at home. <laughs> it's always an open invitation. Yeah. You, we always have tons of gear you can borrow. That is a good point. There's many invitations. I feel like go out just because I assume well, so-and-so doesn't do this, so they wouldn't want to go. <laughs> well, yeah. Never know. Yeah. Well, what we did, I think we kind of saved him from uh, a little suffering. Mm, tortures. A little torture. We yeah. kind of have a sick enjoyment for it, but I don't know that you would have. <laughs> <laughs> it started out with a, what, like two and a half hour detour reroute around traffic twice. Well, and rewind it kind of back to ATA. Whoa. Where it oh, started, you're going way back. Yeah, it started out. I was born out, at a young age. It started <laughs> out with. My uh, father. An open invitation to go fish in North Carolina. And we get tons of these. Hey, you should come out to wherever, wherever. But we're so busy with Go Wild that we can't just take off for every single invite we get. But this one. This I, one was easy for me because of the location. And me. You know, I went to school in the mountains in North Carolina. You went to school in that area. In yeah. That Lived month. in North Carolina for two summers. Yeah. So... So, North Carolina trips, especially, we're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Jason from Timber Ninja is like right up our alley. Yep. He's yeah. fit right in. Yep. Small mouth, which is. Not like, Jason. Jason doesn't have a small <laughs> He's mouth. He's a normal sized mouth. <laughs> and let's not comment on his mouth. derogatory. Size. That's small mouth. <laughs> uh, no, but. Yellow belly, small mouth. Small mouth is Jacob's preferred species, so. Oh, yeah. doesn't Everybody knows by now. That gets so, me excited. So, yeah, it's like, how can we do this trip and and have it be the least inconvenient for our schedule? So, we decided we made the smart decision to take off, leave after work Thursday, and just take Friday off, which turned into a long road trip. Mm. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. It's kind of didn't have to take two days from work, so keep work kind of happy. Didn't have to take a weekend from the the wives, so keep them happy. But so downside, we, we knew we'd be setting up camp at night after dark. Yeah, and w- when we first started talking about it, we didn't know if we were going to a campground, if we were, like, where we were going to camp. There was one point I was like, hey, it probably wouldn't be that bad, depending upon where we're going, just get a cheap hotel room, because we're only going to have I mean, a few hours we're going to be there sleeping kind of thing. But it ended up being a camp, and Jason – the week before, scouted where we were going, found the campsite, um, little walk along the railroad track to get to the campsite. It was, uh, you know, cool spot, very cool spot. Next to the river. <laughs> Next to the river. 
right next to the river. And a creek, and a feeder creek coming into it, too. And a feeder creek. And checking the weather leading up to this trip. Looks good, looks good. I think a week before, I told you, hey, it looks like it's supposed to rain every day. Mm -hmm. And Jason was kind of like, oh, there's little pop-ups. You know, you're good for one pop-up a day, last 30 minutes, and it's done. Well, and to be clear, I only... Because normally I'd be like, rain's in the forecast, don't care, whatever, roll your dice. I asked Jason, like, hey, does this rain, is it going to change where we should fish because things bl- blow out? Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, it'll be fine. Everything's good. Let's change the lure. Yeah. yeah. We learned a, a lesson in North Carolina microclimates, I yes. guess, is what we Microclimates. <laughs> That's microclimates. And where we were, there was no cell phone signal. It was very spotty. Yeah. And apparently Derek. 30 minutes before we got to the parking lot to start walking in. Well, and I should say that we were very uh, rerouted by traffic delays and accidents, and we didn't get to the parking lot till midnight. Yeah, it was midnight, 1210, something like that. And uh, Derek had checked the weather, like, right before we got to the parking lot, and it was like, it's going to start pouring at 1. And we got to hustle back there. (laughs) So pop this tent up. So we're at one o'clock. We're about ten minutes away from the campground, and it just opens up, and it's pouring rain. Um, and we—I mean, we're kind of technical people. All my stuff was in dry bags. You had a trash bag wrapped around your sleeping gear. <laughs> kind of technical people. <laughs> yeah. Your stuff was in dry bag. But there mine was, was not rain protected at all. By the way. Oh really? Oh yeah. really? Yeah. Well, it, it was, has like the the vinylish lining yeah. feel to it didn't matter yeah <laughs> yeah so we kind of all as we're trudging in know that our stuff's all going to be soaking wet yeah all of our gear is going to be soaking wet so you guys get your tent set up pretty quick because you got three people working on it i'm trying to and this campsite is a pretty good campsite for a tent not a lot of trees and i was hammock camping so there's really only two trees that were spaced somewhat decently that I could get my straps around, which is right next to your tent. And so you guys were had your tent set up and were in it giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> well, I didn't – you figured it out because you were trying to scout for trees where to set your hammock up. I didn't realize until the next morning how close we were to the river. Yeah. And it was like six was, feet from the yeah. campsite is river bank. Yeah. yeah. We dang near got swept away. Yeah. So I don't think I got in my hammock till two probably. It was a minute. Yeah, yeah. it was probably about two. It took a little while. Yeah. Uh, because I was trying to keep everything, you know, the first thing I got set up was the tarp. And then I was trying to build a camp without getting anything out from underneath that tarp. Yeah. So it really limited me. I'd be like, okay, I need a paracord. And I'd go into the tarp and unzip my bag was hanging underneath the tarp so it was off the ground. So it took a while. There were a couple of cigarette breaks in there, too. <laughs> Sad, um, sad cigarette breaks in the rain. In the rain. <laughs> While you're trying to set up your little sleeping Like tent. a limp, wet, soggy <laughs> cigarette. A World War II cigarette in the rain. <laughs> Just like thinking about home. Yeah. But we woke up the next day. Hold on. You just blazed through. The three hours of us laying in the pouring rain. Oh, yeah. Like our, our tent, the <laughs> tent situation needs to be commented on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys popped up your tent. It's so a, easy. I huh? took a picture of you guys last night, and I was going to show Amanda the picture when I got back. I couldn't find it. So oh, I don't know. I well, deleted it. It was hard because it was three raining. Three dudes wet in their underwear. It literally <laughs> was. You guys were all giggling. 
and they were zipped up in the tent. So I'm like, oh, I got to get a picture for posterity. <laughs> and so I open the tent, and it is just humid man juice. <laughs> Hits me in the face, just like, whoa, it's just baking in there. Because yeah. even with the rain, I bet it was 90 degrees uh, air yeah, temperature yeah, yeah. at night, at min- midnight. And then we were in a tent with a rain fly on top of it so it was just capturing like all of the heat all of the humidity and sweat from us just literally getting in there completely soaked we get in there and like get down to our underwear because we had nothing dry <laughs> we're just laying there together shoulder to shoulder well, on our backs and you know a three like man, hot dogs a three-man a freaking... tent is like rectangular and you're supposed to sleep three people you know head to foot yeah you know so alternating long ways on the rectangle but i guess because we got a bunch of straight dudes. They didn't want to go that way. So they went short way. So they were all like frog-legged, <laughs> long-wise, shoulder-to-shoulder, so they had more arm room. But when I unzipped it, it was just three dudes in there. Wait, now, wait a second. I need to clarify the fact that the way we laid in that tent was because there was a decline towards our yeah. where our, we put our feet, so the, all the water was going that direction. It was puddling as we were setting it up inside the tent so we had standing water <laughs> at like most of the tent area so if you yeah. spun at 90 degrees someone would have drowned yes Roughly. Much. <laughs> we yeah. spun yeah. our bodies Derek, we would have put Derek there for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was and then the rain fly which was supposed to keep the rain off of us didn't so we did. had <laughs> <laughs> the technical spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler alert it did not repeat did not and so we had all the heat and moisture being trapped in and also more 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 moisture being added to the situation but it felt like the the new rain shower you just installed at your house you know like i was being waterboarded literally (laughs) literally and so then the whole night the like the math in my head is like okay it's super hot so i don't want to put this blanket on top of me but then also, I'm getting rained on, and nothing, I'm just in my underwear. <laughs> so if, eventually, it caught up to me, and I was like, I'm just going to put the blanket on. I'm going to choose sweat over, like, getting soaked. And actually, man, I got a few hours of sleep. Yep. It kind of proved to myself, like, hey, I can sleep in just about any situation. Yeah. I, and I'm in the hammock, and I've got wet clothes. So it's like a tarp in a in a v shape like a tent like um i don't know what you would call that shape like an upside down v and on that line that's supporting that tarp i've clipped on my bag and all of my dry bags are clipped onto it, my shoes my wet clothes and i'm directly underneath it because i didn't want anything getting wet and i'm laying in the hammock trying to go to sleep and i hear just the loudest thud <laughs> maybe 10 foot away yeah, from me and and immediately i think oh, that could be a bear and then i think where's my food and i literally am looking at my food <laughs> bag a foot away from my face t- uh, attached to the inside this tent tent line uh and then i'm like okay it's not a bear if it was a bear it'd be making more noise it was probably just a big dead limb fell and then i'm like wait there's a big dead limbs falling <laughs> and I'm just, did anyone check and for I'm, dead falls? Yeah, and, and we did not we did not we did <laughs> not so and one weird thing that happened since we were so close to the train tracks at about 3 20 ish in the morning the train goes by and it wakes me up and it took me like a long time to think through 
I'm in a tent because I was asleep. It woke me up. I'm in a tent in North Carolina. It's raining. I'm sleeping in my underwear next to Jacob and Derek, and that is a train. <laughs> like all of those things. I was sitting up like so confused trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Yeah, and, and I woke up at 6.30 when it started pouring again. Yeah, again. And we didn't, I didn't have cell phone service. I think you guys had cell phone service. A little bit, service. yeah, because we have good phones. But I didn't know what the – it's not a phone thing. It's, it's, it's not a phone <laughs> No, nah, it's a phone thing. Yeah, it's um, it's an Android issue. So I thought there's a good chance we're just going to be sitting here because I wasn't about to break down camp while it was raining. So I'm like, I'm not getting out of this hammock until it stops raining. So yeah. I was thinking, well, this could be half the day, half the morning that and, it rains. And meanwhile, while all of this is going on, our boy Jason is like cozy, dry, asleep in a little stone glacier. Yeah, one he's man, got like a little baby pop-up. little setup over there. We're all like dying all night. Because he set it up before it started raining. Mm-hmm. And he was already set up and waiting for us by the time we got there. And his gear was all like nice and functioned properly. And you could tell he had done this a bunch of times. Yeah. And like was ready for anything. Hey, Jason, did you get wet at all last night? No, because my tent did what it's supposed to. <laughs> got it. So oh, the rain fly, so was, was that a user issue or was that a it's gear a, issue? It's a 15-year-old. This is a very old tent. So okay. I bought at Dick's Sporting Goods a long time ago while I was still in college. Um, and I actually just sprayed waterproof spray on it mm. last it a, summer. It did a good job of keeping all the water in. <laughs> no water was able to yeah, get out of it. I, maybe I sprayed the wrong side. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, man. It's just every seam was dripping. You know you know how those tents work. If yeah. you touch them, it's going to start dripping in that spot. Yeah. Well, it was coming from everywhere. And, you know, the little gear pocket thing that hangs mm-hmm. on the side, like any of those seams just were dripping, flooding water <laughs> in. And um, so I woke it's in up, the trash. I fell back asleep when it was raining at 630. I woke up, I don't know, 7, 730. It stopped raining and I look out my tent, and you're already stringing up a fishing rod. Yeah. And I'm like, man, coffee already, was boiling. He's already ready to go. <laughs> and then, literally, you finish stringing up the fishing rod, you set it down, and then you start eating breakfast. And I'm like, that's a weird order. You're like, priority one, <laughs> get fishing rod ready. That is the most well, priority thing two, because eat, and then priority three, break down camp. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. The the breakfast had to cook, so I poured the boiling water in. Mm. And while that was going, I rigged up. But it is not beyond me to yeah, absolutely not. get up and rig a rod before anything else happens. Yeah. Uh, so then we went out fishing. We were kind of at, we were on the French Broad. I don't know if we mentioned this. French Broad River. Looking for smallmouth. There was a nice little natural stream flowing into it that was pretty blown out. Yeah, it was chocolate milk when we woke up. And I really wish it wasn't, though, because I bet we could have. And I didn't realize till after we were about to leave that area how much colder that water was coming out of there. And I'm like, oh, man, I bet the fish were a lot more active than they were in the French Broad. We won't address that river name, by the way. Yes, no. That will give away too yeah. much. <laughs> no pin drops. Yeah. Um, so then we go out fishing. It was all right. It wasn't. And I'm not saying that the river wasn't all right. It's just our time of year that we chose to go. The fact that there was rain the night before. For the time of year, from what Jason was saying, and like fishing that area, like we had a, that's actually a pretty good day. Yes. Um, we, true. We started out in like a, like a really kind of the opposite of skinny water, fat water. I don't know, like a really wide part of the river. Like it was not 
like creek fishing for smallies. Like this is a really wide area. Yeah, it's a broad river. Yeah. I mean, right. two fifty, French yards, right. maybe across. Yeah, and that's where we started. And like, I think you caught the first one, didn't you? Yeah. On your fly. Yeah. yeah. And Jason was not too far from you, but it already started working back my way. And it was you, Dan, and Derek, kind of like working, had been working this area, which is like a little bit faster water over like kind of shallower rocks. It looked pretty trouty like honestly yes it did and you look you caught yours in pretty fast water uh or was it an eddy it was a slow pool in between two faster runs um and it was kind of funny like when i caught it i wasn't fishing the fly at all Mm -hmm. i was adjusting where i was standing and just kind of dragging it behind me and that's when it hit yeah and so you all fished there for quite a while, like worked that whole area. Time warp. I have no idea how long. You all were there for a minute. Uh, and so me and Jason, like basically right after you caught yours, he had come over to me. He's like, dude, I don't think the fish are really like, there's not that many here. He's like, they might catch some, but he's like, I want to move up to some of the slower water. He's like, this is too fast. Um, he's like, let's work up this way. So we went and got our bags and kind of hiked up the river a little bit upstream and dropped back down and... I was using a bait caster the whole time. Like I not super awesome with a fly rod and I just wanted to catch fish. And um he, I he was like, Yeah, I was kinda of talking to him about like what to be throwing and stuff like that, what he was throwing and he was like, You should throw like some Ned's rig stuff and so like I had some robo worms on there I was using and I had I think I started with a Ned crawl. And I dude, I like first cast, snag, break it off at the freaking the leader tied to the braid, snap first thing. I was like, awesome. So I turned tied that uh crazy Alberto mm-hmm. knot again. Tied that first time in the field, boom, great, I nailed it. Just learned that the day before. But uh throw it out, boom, snap it again. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So like two times in a row. Um, and Jason, meanwhile, while all while I'm just this absolute cluster of a mess, he catches five smallmouth, like 20 yards from me. He's just like, hey, Braden, like pulling him up, showing me. I'm like, sick, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> like grinding on, trying to fix my rod. He said he got some pretty good sized fish. He did. One of them in particular was like real nice. He, he didn't fight it for a while. Um, but so I finally got all my stuff figured out there and we fished there for a while. I ended up not catching anything, but by the time I kind of figured out what I could actually throw that wasn't going to get snagged, he was like, all right, let's go move on to this next spot, which you all had kind of leapfrogged us at that mm-hmm. point. So like we were fishing that area and you all went further down. So we hiked up and, and got to you guys and me and Jason sat there and talked for a while. And then I got up and fished that area where you all were, I feel like, Dan, you were you got two pretty quick over there. As soon as yeah. we walked down there, Derek caught one. Derek caught yeah. one too. We were, uh, you know, my strategy was kind of in the morning. I was looking for big areas where I thought there would be fish, mm-hmm. like oh this, you know, pool or this stream or this, you know, section of rapids or whatever. And I would just kind of cast upstream and kind of let the natural flow of the water take the lure wherever it goes. As the day went on, I was getting more and more precise on where I was targeting. And by the time I was catching fish, I was like, I bet there is a fish in this six inch by six inch section on this corner of this rock. And I'd just be casting right to that. And all the fish I caught were were there. And a lot of times I would have to fight the current where this isn't where the current wants to take it. So I guess the fish weren't even looking to feed, but you just get a lure in front of your face and you're like, oh, hey, look, the lure's here. Um, 
<laughs> the lure. Yeah. Like, oh, nice, a nice lure for me to bite. <laughs> oh, look, a lure. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, look at this hook. The lure from the hands of God. Yeah. Bop, bop. Uh, and they were. And so when I was able to hit those areas specifically, they'd be quick bites. It was. It was okay. Yeah. How many did you end up catching? Two. Uh, two or two. Pulled out two. I think I caught a third that I couldn't get up, but it might have been one of the ones that I later caught. Yeah. And I started fishing a spot that when I first got there, you were fishing and you had kind of, you worked your way up yes. and I kind of came over there and I had seen all of y'all like catch fish and I was using that bay caster. And so I started doing a little bit of what y'all were doing. I had a, I Texas rigged like a morning dawn, um, robo worm, just like with a bullet weight and just put a stopper on it and like made it super weedless and finally had it figured out to where I could actually cast and not get snagged. But I threw it kind of like on the edge of like fast water and literally just let it drift in that like slow area next to it, kind of along a rock. And like first cast bite, second cast, boom, fish. Um, So that was. Yeah, I didn't have my phone on me. It was charging. So I was yelling at Braden until he looked to see that I had a fish because I knew if I didn't have any pictures and no one saw me catch a fish, you guys would not believe me. I'm still like 50 50. And then you caught a catfish. Yeah, I did. Yeah, we, so this part where we walked up to, um, there were a couple little islands, little outcroppings and stuff, and so I had worked my way out to one of those and came around it, and when I popped through, this, there's this one little island that's maybe like six feet wide, and then there's a bigger island, but there's like this little path and a log laid across, and it just looks like a fish is there. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the time, I had all my fly line reeled up because I was just moving just trying to relocate and so i only had about a foot of the actual fly line sticking out of the rod so i just dropped my fly (laughs) over this log and see like as flash of yellow um and i instantly assume it to be a carp because i was trying to catch carp that i could see all day and it knew it wasn't a smallmouth because of the way it was colored and so it's it kind of takes off and goes down and kind of zips it trying to go under the log and so on it's pulling drag off the reel i'm actually trying to fight it i'm like okay this is a decent fish whatever it is fight it for a few minutes uh and get it up and and it rolls as i'm getting in the net i'm like that's a catfish (laughs) what in the world (laughs) never caught one on a fly before um and so i get it in the net and get his slimy butt off there back in the water (laughs) if you're going to eat catfish though it would have been perfect size we didn't keep him no and then Derek, how much? How many did he end up catching? I think he caught two also, two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Jason was the pack leader, but he yeah. also knew the water. We'll he was on his home turf. Play. He give him home a field advantage. Yeah. 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 I mean, I definitely think it's go back in the fall or maybe next spring. I think the time of year we were there just wasn't the ideal time of year for yeah. for catching a ton of fish yeah well, uh, oh sorry go ahead go ahead nope i'm gonna change the subject you go ahead so we were talking about jason and i were talking about the next time and he was saying we should do the pigeon and i have rafted the pigeon before and seen some of the smallest or biggest small mouth in person that i've seen through the water mm. and so i would totally be down for going and floating something i think the waiting i've never known the french broad to be a weightable river now, obviously, there's these little gems of areas where it's good for it. Um, it's a float to me. And so there's some really good rivers around there that if we can get kayaks or 
rafts or whatever we can mm-hmm. get it, our hands it on. It was maybe other than the falls of the Ohio, it was the the most treacherous. Oh yeah, waiting. we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it was difficult. It was. <laughs> it would be like you'd be walking in six inches of water. And you could see another rock, and you take a step, and it'd be a five foot Jeez. hole, and it'd just be up to your neck. You know, <laughs> and the water was so uh, turbid. Turbid. I it had been progressively word, getting dirtier. You, you couldn't see, and you just assumed, oh, this this section's going to be just as steep as where I'm at, yeah. and it would not be. And I almost. I almost fractured my shin sliding Both of down. Them. Yeah. yeah, sliding down a rock. I don't know rock. if fracture's the right word. I think you almost snapped them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were almost a dead man. Yeah. I mean, I slid down a rock, and there was another rock outcropping. Just imagine like shins. a razor blade. Rocks are like that. Yeah. yeah like and my stacked. shins just went, and I was like on my back. It was like grimacing in the water, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my shins. Um, Using the leverage of your shins against the rock mm-hmm. as your pivot point to get back up. Like <laughs> It was one of those things because we were wet waiting, so we didn't have waders or anything. Yeah. So I was trying not to look at my shins when I got out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's going to be bloody. And they were beat up, but they were all, oh, I've got a good gross story. You guys want to hear a good gross story? <laughs> I want to hear it. it. Is it related? <laughs> it's, related. <laughs> okay. it's related not only to this trip, but to our previous kayaking trip from last okay. weekend okay. where we saw a lot of sun. Oh, okay. And I got out of the shower after showering, uh, and I had this sensation on my leg that like I had like a glob of of condensed shampoo or something like a gel on my leg. Okay. And so I reached down, and I can feel something, and I look, and my sunburned shin had made a little pocket that when I showered, water went down <laughs> there, and it was like a satchel of... Oh water take that bear girls <laughs> i'll make my own water literally what? literally i peel off a contiguous section of skin that's probably four inches by six inches just like what is like wrong one, with your skin just like one sheet of oh. it didn't blister like the sunburn didn't blister but i guess that layer of skin was just ready to go I was you like, should have like tanned it you should have tanned yeah. that little section of skin what? yeah you held on to it like yeah. an emergency a bandage yeah. layer yeah <laughs> <laughs> like a wallet <laughs> like hannibal lecter you skin wallet you're making a freaking <laughs> a lampshade no but it was particularly gross but anyway so yeah so it was a good trip it was fun. Yeah. And all the rain and humidity and stuff made for, like, a really cool morning in the mountains. Like, looking up, it was super smoky. And, like, I was just standing there the first time Jason kind of walked around. I was like, dude, this is a sick place to fish. Like, yeah, we went in Hot Springs, found a nice little brewery, had some good tacos. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a cool little spot. They had, like, a little concert stage back there. Yeah. That would have been nice. excellent to be there at night. I'm sure they have bands and stuff playing. And yeah. It's on the... Uh, Appalachian Trail. It's a popular Appalachian. Appalachian Trail. Appalachian. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure. Didn't you say it was like a popular get off spot? Like yeah. Jump off the trail. And- we have been there before, and you see a lot of people coming off the trail, and they're all dirty and ragged looking. And there's um there's a place there called Laughing Heart, that is kind of like a, <clears throat> a hostel. Is probably the best way to phrase it. So there's a lot of people that come through town, stay there, resupply at the little outdoor store that's there. I mean, there's maybe 10 stores and restaurants in this little area, this little town. But 
get a lot of people hopping off trail to reload there. Yeah, it'd be a sick place to like get a cabin or something like that, cool. or hotel in the area, and just like you've got so many rivers and streams and hiking, and it was it was epic. Definitely would like to go back there again. So I mean, you've got you guys kind of got to experience like there's that fishing, the what I would call warm water. It's still cold, but warm water for down there. Then there's that other creek that comes in that would be considered cold trout water. And then within a 15, 20 minute drive, we could have been in like tiny rock hopping mountain streams fishing mm. for native brook trout. And the, the ecosystem down there is just amazing. That would have been love like making a few day trip out of that where like you go do smallies and you wake up and go after some wild trout. Like that would be. Been that'd there, be done that. Have you? I got you, dog. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Yeah. I love it down there. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, we definitely need to do it again. Yeah. Just maybe watch the weather a little better. I mean, there's nothing. better prepared. Yeah. You know, that's the thing about planning a trip and taking time off is we're locked in. That's true. Even if we saw it was going to rain, we weren't going to be like, oh, let's not do it. Yeah. Um, It is every time you do one of those trips, it's what new gear. Did you end up buying a new tent? Not yet. I will be. The other one went in the trash. So yeah, I, I bought to. myself a rumple blanket just for this trip, and it performed so well. So happy with it. Why are you smirking? Because I had an inappropriate name for it. <laughs> I can't Does it start it, with I, an F? <laughs> no. What? No. What the heck? Yes. <laughs> sort of. Oh, it's there's an F. Okay. The second moving on, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving <laughs> on. Moving on. We're not uh, gonna... But no, doing the trips, you buy more gear. You pick up new skills you make sure you check stuff you didn't check before i gave Braden my kind of good like i mentally envision every step oh, of yeah. the trip like i once i pack my bags i'm like okay so i'm walking there, and i've got this and then when i get to camp i've got rope and then i put the rope on the tree do i have the carabine did you I, pack in that fashion so that the things you were gonna need first were at the top <clears throat> i do it twice i gather everything and then and then i make sure i have no, I, don't, I usually don't pack my bag in that fashion because I'm packing it in the way that it'll fit, not in the way. Yeah. And my bag, my Kelty backpack, it, you can lay it on its back and then open up the main, so you can kind of get everything at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's just so I don't forget anything. But you come up with all these scenarios of like, like this trip, I didn't bring a first aid kit, which I usually do as I have room. I saw Derek. Derek did. Yeah. Don't Derek worry. The fire boys got us covered. Yeah. Um, but no, so every time you do one of these trips, you you think, oh, well, next time I'll have this, or I did a kayak trip, and next time I need to have this sort of anchor, or I should get yeah. a rod holder or whatever. Yep. And before you know it, you're fully kitted out. Yeah. Trips like this where if it rains, no big deal. If, you know, you lose all your fishing line, no big deal. Yeah, I came ready with fishing line this time. I don't know if y'all remember the last story I told. I lost all my line on the kayak, <laughs> so like, I had to like leave. Will trip over. But yeah. this time, I did bring fly line so that I could uh, take care of that. So yeah, to that point, that did happen. But well, Chris, we'll we'll get to start getting you out. On yeah, some of these I want to get in next time because that's the thing. Is like, we, yeah, we talked about fly fishing before we went. Braden didn't end up fly fishing. You could totally go with the spinning, spinning yeah. rod and reel. Some of this stuff we just kind of think like, oh, it's trout, it's fly fishing, but yeah, you Chris, take whatever Chris you want. Could go on the dicks with us. Oh yeah, could go the dicks. Yeah, and Wait, it's so much less about reacted. Like, <laughs> what people know what the dicks is. <laughs> I'm uh, just kidding, man. It's so much less about like 
how good the fishing trip is too. Like what I'm going to remember about this trip was not that we all caught fish. Like, <laughs> I'm going to remember the stingarays. The stingarays. Yeah. Stingarays. But like just the sleeping in a tent, literally laying in a tent, your undies <laughs> in the summer in North Carolina, soaking wet and still like laughing and messing around and have, like being able to, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot less about it being like a good fishing trip. Yeah. Like hanging out with Jason and his element. Like there's so many things I won't forget about yeah. that, that like, caught a small mouth in North Carolina like that's cool but yeah. I'm sure I won't remember that in a month and like and also I don't remember what I had for breakfast today so I don't well even us showing up as much of a show as we were Jason was like yep you gotta come back do it for more days yeah. like yep cool we'll <laughs> okay that. cool playing something else yeah but yeah so great area can't hype up western North Carolina enough I love it down there yeah um, the fishing food beer everything's great so definitely hot spot to check out all right log this episode get your points going to go wild create a post log the time uncensored we'll be up at the top of the podcast list Uh, we've been teasing some cool rewards that are coming out there will be some more dropping this coming week some pretty sweet ones especially some with our friends over gunbroker.com so get those points be ready to cash them in there'll be some cool stuff coming soon see y'all next week